You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what's good, everybody? I hope everyone has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Okay, so I feel like I've officially lost track of time and uh, what, what month we're in right now. I mean, I do feel like the holidays are almost upon us, which is the best feeling in the world. But also, I just feel like I can't, like, I've just lost my perception of <laughs> uh, just seasons in general. And uh, if you ask me if it was September or November or like something else today, I couldn't really tell you. That's just how um, it's been for me for the past little while. But also because just like a little side venting, I should say, uh, your girl, you know, I'm in grad school and uh, there's lots of stuff that you have to do uh, for your project and whatnot um, according to the needs of the project itself. So this week I have been having to go in very, 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 very late at the evening to uh, treat my animals for the study that I'm doing. And uh, by very late, I mean every night I've had to go in at two in the morning. So that, that might sound like very good news to some of you uh, night owls out there. But personally, I thought that I was a morning lark. But now I feel like I'm more of a hybrid between a morning lark and a night owl. But regardless, when that alarm goes off on my phone, when it's like, I don't know, like 1.30 in the morning and I have to get up and I have to go to my lab and do my experiments, not going to lie, it is a little bit hard on my body. But once I'm there, I'm hustling, I'm working hard. And then when I get home, I'll try my best to get back to sleep, which is not always possible because I'm already so hyped from all the work that I've been doing. And then the next morning, I have to get back in the lab and back to the regular grind, honey, okay? So that's what's been happening for me over this past week. Regardless, um, I'm just, you know, I really wanted to bring this up because I want to emphasize that, you know, even though as a grad student, like, there, that's just something that I have to do. Like, I, I it's just uh, the nature of my project and the nature of my experiments, which are time sensitive and I have to do what I got to do. I just want to say that um, it actually hit me today that, yeah, you know, like it might not be the most ideal situation for some other people. But I think um, uh, when it, when I took some time out of my day today to reflect back and, uh, you know, all the boxes that I had to check with regard to, OK, like this thing is going according to uh, this. This thing is going according to plan and everything's all good. Like there's nothing that I should be unnecessarily worrying about or whatever it is. I actually felt very grateful and blessed for everything um, regarding like my studies and um, the program that I'm currently in. 
even though um there's uh, there's obviously some difficult stuff that i have to like make sacrifices for and whatnot but it just hit me that you know regardless at the end of the day i i can still take time out of my day to, to reflect back on all the good stuff that are also happening on the side and just just be thankful thankful excuse me for those things so um i want to say this so that whoever is potentially going through something similar right now in school and life or at work or uh just just personal things i want you to do the same thing with yourself and uh you know uh you might be going through some tough times um, and whatever aspect of life, but I want you to actively take time out of your day and try to reconsider some of the things that are also happening concurrently with that, with those challenges that you're undergoing right now, some positive things and things that you can actually point out and acknowledge and still, um, uh, make sure that you're grateful about those things as well. So yeah, I just thought that I should share that with you. But also, in case uh, my my mind just starts blanking all of a sudden, it, it is indeed because of that <laughs> uh, irregular sleep schedule that I've been having for this past week. But it's all good. I feel like every time I sit down to do TKO, I'm just, uh, I always get this rush of adrenaline. And it's always like I've uh, uh drunk like three cups of coffee and i've had a really awesome workout and i'm just so ready to go i'm so hyped to talk about everything that we have coming up on the show and today is definitely no exception so i'm so hyped up i hope all of y'all are hyped out as well so today i really do want to get to some news updates that were announced over the past week in the world of combat sports specifically mixed martial arts something that was actually announced um only a day or so after we recorded our episode for last week so when i saw the news update i was so shocked to the core and i just said darn it well i wish i could talk about it um well, uh, in our previous episode, but I guess uh, fate has determined that we will be talking about it today on our episode number 250. So that's also another milestone and another thing that I'm very majorly grateful about. Episode number 250. That means uh, we've been doing TKO for 250 weeks. So you guys do the math for yourself. Uh, we have been broadcasting our show since 2016 when your girl was only <laughs> 18 years old. And uh, we've definitely come a long, long way. And I feel like every time we hit these major milestones with our show, I really do, again, uh, speaking of gratitude and uh, taking time out of your day to acknowledge all the stuff that we've accomplished and all the positivity in our life, I do want to take this time to officially give a huge, huge thanks to our family here at CFRU 93.3 FM for the fact that they have provided us with this platform, this awesome radio platform for us to bring new content, new and exciting and engaging content to you guys every week. And if it weren't because of CFRU, we'll obviously not be here right now. And of course, I want to give a big, big thanks to all of you out there, TKO Nation, for your constant love and support week after week. And I know that since we made our show uh, a online podcast as well, we have been getting a lot of uh, international listenership as well. So 
I don't know where you're listening to this episode right now, where from you're listening to, but wherever you are, I want to give a big shout out to you, our dear listener, TKO Nation member. <laughs> um, so yeah, if it weren't because of you guys, of course, we would not be here at all. And uh, it gives us hope and motivation every time, every time we get listenership, every time we um, get positive and even like... Um, just uh, constructive criticism comments uh, throughout this journey. It um, really, really helps us helps us evolve the show and move forward and make our content more exciting and entertaining and more fun. And so, yeah, I'm just really happy that uh, we've come all this way to this point. And I really look forward to the day that I say, you guys, look what episode number we're on right now. Episode number like 500 or something. Episode number 1000. I can totally see that happening uh, in the future. feel like TKO will never stop broadcasting. And uh, well, for as long as there is combat sports, listen, let me just... Tell you one thing, for as long as we have Canvas Force on the world, there is going to be TKO hosted by your girl right here, Janan. So, yeah, do not ever despair of not having a TKO episode to listen to because we will be bringing new episodes to you week after week for as long as there is Canvas Force in the world. Okay, so yeah, once again, thank you so much to CFRU 93.3 FM and of course you guys, TKO Nation, for your constant love and support. All right, so episode 250, here we go. We have a lot of exciting and juicy um, MMA updates to talk about today. So now without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so what I want to talk about is UFC 269 which is happening in the month of December, December 11th. So I believe this was going to be the last UFC event of the year. And uh, it was already um, very much stacked in terms of the fights that were announced to be happening on this fight card. One of the big ones that we're all looking forward to was the fight between Jorge Masvidal, the BMF title holder, the baddest man on the planet, um, he was going to be fighting off against Leon Edwards, the the great fighter from the UK, and somebody who had been calling out Jorge Masvidal for a long, long time. This was going to be a fight in the welterweight division. So uh, there, there was history between Jorge Masvidal and Leon Edwards. That's why the UFC matchmakers were so excited to announce this fight. Because what happened was that Jorge Masvidal, um, he was in uh, the UK fighting against another contender in the welterweight division. Because Masvidal is from Miami, Florida, and he flew all the way to the UK for that fight. And his opponent, um, he was from the UK. So uh, Masvidal was a huge underdog in that fight. Regardless, he fought his opponent and he actually dominantly won against his opponent. So everybody was just so shocked and uh, people were booing him, obviously not cheering for him. Regardless, he just uh, felt so accomplished as he should have. And uh, he was giving like post-fight press conferences and whatnot, post-fight interviews. 
And there was another fighter fighting on the same fight card that Masvidal was fighting on in the UK. And that person was Leon Edwards. So Leon Edwards, like I told you, he is uh, from the UK. And um, obviously he was not pleased by the fact that um, his country mate was defeated by um, Jorge Masvidal. So while Masvidal was backstage giving um, some sort of an interview... Leon Edwards, he started mumbling stuff to him, and uh, there was some verbal altercation between the two guys, and Jorge Masvidal, obviously, you know, with his adrenaline levels being so high, and him just being so hyped from that win that he had, um, he starts talking back, and then there is the verbal, excuse me, altercation turns into a physical one, and that's where things got interesting, but also not so good for the fighters, because, um, yeah, like shots were traded and um, I believe even like there was a lawsuit that happened because Leon Edwards, he sustained some injuries after those um, punches were traded backstage. And what Masvidal calls uh, that whole situation is um, later he would just refer to as Oh, yeah, I just gave Leon Edwards the three-piece and a soda, meaning, like, the number of combinations that he had to throw. The number of combinations of punches that he threw and that very short altercation that he had with Leon Edwards. He just called them a three-piece and a soda combo. Uh, You know, that's just his way of uh, describing it. But that became the biggest meme, actually, in the world of MMA. And there's so many jokes about it. But it's also it's also become one of the signature like catchphrases of Masvidal's, the three-piece and a soda. So, yeah, that's, that's what happened. That's uh, arguably one of the um, things that come to mind whenever you think about the beef between Jorge Masvidal and Leon Edwards. So... Nothing really happened uh, between the two for the longest time. They both, uh, they each went on their own way. Masvidal, um, that's where he was starting to gain more fandom, I guess, more like casual fandom. I have, okay, side note, I'm not a casual Jorge Masvidal fan. I have been a fan of his even before all the stuff that happened with his, uh, you know, things that I guess like accelerated his rise to fame. I have always been an OG Jorge Masvidal fan. So when I say casual fandom just increasing for him, uh, okay, like I, I want to make a distinguishment between new fans and the old like OG fans like myself. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Um, but that was when, um, Jorge Masvidal, his career started picking up, actually. His fame also started picking up because of the fact that he was just so much more outspoken to, um, his, um, opponents and other people in the welterweight division. But also, um, he not only did talk the talk, he also walked the walk, so he would just talk all the trash in the world to his opponents and he would just come in and completely demolish them um there's so many fight highlights of his um you know just trash talking his opponent and then doing uh or rather finishing his opponent in the most unorthodox and creative way uh there's so many that will come up that are kind of like beyond the scope uh, excuse me beyond the scope of this show um for us to talk about but there's many that will come up if you search uh his uh fight highlights up 
But uh, that's how he got to fame, and uh, he became one of the top-ranked contenders in the welterweight division. Uh, Leon Edwards also, in the meanwhile, I believe he was dealing with an injury, uh, so he wasn't as active as Masvidal, but he also had very good fights here and there in which he won against uh, his opponents. There were some controversial decisions in some of his fights, but um, it wasn't enough to take value away from how uh, good of a performance he would put on in those uh, fights. Right, so the two guys kind of like had their own progression in their MMA career, and then Mosfidal, you know, he won the BMF belts, the baddest man belts, uh, I guess, to to make it more PG friendly and radio friendly. Um, and uh, Mosfidal, he fought for the welterweight title as well against Kamaru Usman. So he fought Kamaru Usman twice. And unfortunately, um, he was not successful at securing the welterweight belt for himself. But uh, now the time, you know, like the fame has stayed with him. And uh, everybody still has a lot of respect for Masvidal. Even though um, his most recent fights were not as successful. But now the UFC finally announced that, okay, we are going to be ending the feud between... Jorge Masvidal and Leon Edwards once and for all. And here we were just so, so excited about this matchup that was going to happen at UFC 269, right? What happened though? So (laughs) unfortunately, I just found out about this last week and I was very, like I told you guys earlier, I was just so shocked to the core when I heard this news because like any other Jorge Masvidal fan, I was so excited to see him back inside the octagon, especially after that loss that he had against Kamar Usman. Oh boy. But unfortunately, you know, things just happen in life. And it was announced that Jorge Masvidal was not going to be coming in to fight Leon Edwards because he had sustained an injury during fight camp. So the nature of this injury has not been disclosed which makes me wonder what's actually going on, right? Especially because I know that after after the most recent fights that Jorge Masvidal had in the UFC and against uh, the con- uh, the com- not the components the opponents <laughs> that he was fighting against, I feel like his um his salary must have obviously gone up by a lot, and I wonder if this fight against Leon Edwards was gonna pay him. Um, the same amount, if not more or less. And I wonder if that has something to do with it or if we're just talking about a very unfortunate injury during fight camp. So I really do wonder what's going on here. Regardless, Masvidal has been pulled out of his fight against Leon Edwards. And that was one of the biggest fights that everybody was looking forward to at UFC 269. But what's happening now? Well, well, well. So Sweden's poster boy uh Hamza Kimaev he has said that he is willing to step in for Jorge Masvidal to fight against Leon Edwards so what's going on with uh Hamza Kimaev so Hamza actually fought in the uh, uh, in the past two or, or okay let me just give you the number so UFC 267 that's where Hamza Kamayev um, had his most recent fight and that was only um, I believe three weeks ago 
And the manner in which he won his fight, or I guess like all of the fights that he's had so far in the UFC, they've been pretty outstanding, um, making him one of the top guys to watch out for in the welterweight division. Uh, when he fought his most recent opponent, uh, Jing Liang Li, he was just so dominant and he was putting all the pressure in the world on his opponent. He was throwing very accurate shots and he had perfect striking. But in addition to that, he also seeing that he was damaged, like giving enough damage to his opponent. Then he also utilized um, some some top notch wrestling. And uh, by the end of it, he just submitted his opponent, Jing Liang Li. And uh, it was just such an outstanding performance. Um, that not only was he not injured or just exhausted by a little bit, but also it was just, it was arguably his best performance to date. And, uh, you know, when you have such a great and outstanding performance like that, um, you just need a little bit of a push, a little bit of a self perform, excuse me, self promotion before you get to that big big step uh, or um, stage of your career fighting someone very very big a name and potentially fighting for the title so seeing that um like he's actually very smart with his marketing move because he has been very outspoken about certain top contenders in the welterweight division people like um uh What's his? Oh God. Okay, this is where I told you I was gonna blank because of my sleep deprivation. But um, yeah. So Hamza Kimaev, like he has already called out Liana Edwards even prior to this uh, Masvidal fight being canceled. Um, he has uh talked trash to Leon Edwards. He's also talked trash to I believe even like Colby Covington. He really he is super eager to fight Kamar Usman and some other individuals, some other top name individuals in the welterweight division right now, which is very very ambitious of him. But if it, if it's not because of these um self promotion talks as well as his performances, which kind of do the talking for themselves i feel like he would not be where he is right now so i feel like he's definitely on the right track and it's absolutely so smart of him to call out or just just i guess publicly announce that he is willing to step in from hospital to fight against leon edwards and it's just if it is approved which i think it's something that the ufc would highly consider because um not only would it be like good publicity for them because they've tried to save a fight, but also it's just going to bring bring in so much more views and pay-per-view buys because of the fact that we're going to be having a very, very talented um, fighter, Hamza Kimaev, fighting against a very dangerous uh, fighter. Leon Edwards and it's just gonna like I said it's gonna bring in so many more views into the card and um well yeah like I I could argue that it, it would be as exciting of a fight if uh Masvidal was gonna be fighting against Leon Edwards if not okay again I'm saying this as a Masvidal fan if not this fight is gonna be even more technical because Hamza is just he is on that trajectory to get to his prime. He's not at his prime yet. 
And that's that's a very good stage of um, someone's MMA career because they're only getting better and better and better. But in my opinion, when someone gets to their prime, that's where you kind of just like plateau and you don't really see anything new from a person, from a fighter. But I feel like Hamza is not there yet. Thankfully, he's just um, uh, keep on getting better. And, um, uh, he keeps getting better and he just puts on such fascinating performances every time. So um, I think it will be a very, very good fight to make. And I really hope that the UFC matchmakers consider his statement that was put forward um, a few days ago. So we shall wait and see what happens. Uh, by all means, I am very, very supportive of this fight. Even though I am arguably the biggest Jorge Masvidal fan, but also... Uh, from TKO, we want to wish Jorge Masvidal all the best and we hope that he recovers soon from that injury that he had and that he takes this time to rest up and come back stronger. All right. Okay. So that was the biggest thing that I really want to talk about today. We do have a UFC fight night happening this upcoming weekend. Uh, we're going to be having a um, awesome fight between Misha Tate and uh, Caitlin uh, Vera. So these two phenomenal ladies are going to be going at it for a bantamweight bout. So Misha Tate, we're talking about the former bantamweight champion of the UFC. One of the... Uh, or one of the original women who came into the UFC and um, established women's MMA, you know, alongside uh, figures like Ronda Rousey, you know, Gina Carano. And um, she's definitely a pioneer in women's MMA. And just look at her. She's still fighting to this day and she's in absolute great shape. She's going to be fighting off against a very dangerous uh, fighter here, uh, Caitlin Vieira, who um, is in, our, okay, in my opinion, she is in the best uh, shape of her life. And that makes things very challenging for Misha Tate. But you know what? I would also argue that Misha Tate is also in the best shape of her life. Uh, I thought that she was not at her prime anymore, uh, but I feel like she's at this like purgatory stage of her career that she retired for uh, a couple of years and she went on maternity leave. And um, now that she's back, I wouldn't say that she's at her prime, but she's in very, very good shape and she fights very good. Um, it's really hard to tell if she's not at her prime anymore or if, if this is just like the continuation of her prime time or not. Or if it's just like a new chapter of her MMA fighting career. Who knows, right? Whatever it is, she fights very, very well. And she, um, she comes in uh, in her recent fights. She has come in as a very, very strong athlete. And it's just beautiful to see. It shows you that women uh, can literally do anything. You can be a mother. You can be a wife. And uh, you can be an MMA fighter. Doing all those things to the best that you can possibly possibly do them. So shout out to Misha Tate for showing all of us that that is indeed possible. I love her so much. Right. So um, Misha Tate will be fighting once again this Saturday night against uh, Caitlin Vera 
And it will be a very, very interesting fight to see, especially because Misha Tate, she comes from a very strong wrestling background, but she also has very um, accurate striking. Uh, Caitlin Vieira, excuse me, she is a very well-rounded mixed martial artist as well. And that's one of the biggest things uh, why this fight is going to be one to watch because... You don't know if it's going to be favored in a certain way, if it's going to be a mostly standing up fight or if it's going to be a mostly like wrestling fight. I think it's going to be a mix, a great and healthy mix of all of those things. And it is indeed going to be a true demonstration of what modern MMA, uh, MMA fights are all about. So I'm very excited to be watching this fight. So make sure that you guys watch it as well. UFC to no, excuse me. So UFC Fight Night. I was gonna say UFC 269, but no, UFC Fight Night. It's happening on Saturday, starting at um 6 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure that you mark it down in your calendars and do not miss it. All right. Okay, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're gonna be having for this week, y'all. Just like that, episode 250 is also done, and wow. I'm just so happy with everything that we've uh, accomplished so far with TKO. And again, I'm very grateful for your constant love and support, everybody. So make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with their previous episodes. And you can also download previous episodes at um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Just